You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, here we go. We are long tossing here on a Sunday, May 28th, live from Angel Stadium. The Marlins are wrapping up a 10 game road trip. Marlins have an opportunity to sweep the Angels this afternoon. Steven Strom with Kelly Sacco and Kyle Seeloff. Hello everyone. How are hey, we hey. doing this morning? Hey guys. Good to see you again. To, yeah, good to see you guys. Too. This is back to back, back to back long tossing episodes for you, Kelly. I know. It's so exciting. Did you I'm enjoy very, the first one? I did. I very much enjoyed the first one. Of course I enjoyed it. I'm hanging out with you guys and I'm on the next trip too. Are so, you? Oh, yes. awesome. Good so stuff. more Long toss. More Kelly content. I cannot wait. All right. So I don't know where we want to start here. I've had a really um, nice trip. I thought that uh, San Francisco was interesting. We got to go out to dinner. We kind of covered that already. Colorado. You guys went out um, and did a little hiking uh, that I saw. And now we're here in Anaheim. And I got my buddies from New Jersey here. Um, I've enjoyed my time on the road these last nine days, making it ten today how about you guys very much so i very much enjoyed i i love that we've got a chance to in addition to our baseball responsibilities which of course we're getting done but also had the chance to to go for a little stroll there in colorado by red rocks that was a ton of fun saw some bambies we also got a chance to go to the beach um it's been fun i think i think it's been very enjoyable and then hang out with you guys outside of work it's been a good time kyle it was good yeah it's um I don't think people realize how long sometimes these trips can be and yeah. kind of getting in the grind of it. Um, I mean, the mar they're, I mean, they're playing good baseball, which has certainly made it um, much more tolerable, but certainly ready to get home. And, uh, you know, the ball club is playing well. I think this is a big opportunity on the upcoming homestand for the guys. And, uh, you know, the next road trip is going to be a long one, too. But, no, it's great. You know, I think uh, always fortunate to get these opportunities, and it is cool, right? We went to Red Rocks and did a little hiking, and, we were out at the wedge about 20 miles or uh, 20 minutes, I should say, from the hotel yesterday watching all the cool California kids and uh, guys do their <laughs> surfing here. So, you know, I like it. It's cool. It's uh, it's awesome. But, uh, boy, I'm ready to get back home. There's no place like home. Can we please get into Kyle's fear of California teenagers? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to get into the the picture I saw with him in Colorado with a cane uh, walking. Oh, that's, oh, actually that's called, a walking yeah, stick? Yeah, that's called a stick, Stephen. Okay. Yeah, a walking it's a stick. stick. Why were you using a walking stick? Well, it's just better for you when you're, uh, <laughs> when, no, seriously, when you're it hiking. Is, it's, it is. It's good for, you know, so you don't slip and fall. There's or, always an excuse with you. There's always uh, some, like, good reason for you to do something. Like, if I were to be walking around with a cane or whatever you call it, a walking stick, you would have called me lazy. You would have called me, oh, no, I no, back in the day, not. I would never have a walking stick. Let me tell you, he's the only one who didn't slip on that trip because he had his walking stick. Of I, on the course. other hand, about 10 times did I lose my footing. I swear I am the clumsiest, most athletic person you'll ever meet. <laughs> so slipped on several occasions, but Kyle's got, he had the walking stick. Yeah. People leave them on the trail. That's right. why you grab them. They, yeah. they usually leave them at an open road and people find them and you utilize it and then you put it back where you found it. So the California kids, let's talk a little bit about that because they are a different breed. They got the long hair. They're so much more cooler than I was, I think, at that age. They just kind of walk around with a different swag. I kind of tend to agree with you, Kyle. They are a little bit intimidating. Yep, and they all look the same. 
and they're way cooler than they should be at the age that they're at. Like, you know, they have an ability to skateboard yep. and surf and just, like, be the cool kid. And, yeah, I have a pretty big fear of them running in packs together. Like, they're just going to beat me up. I think they are um, They're scary. They also probably get all the girls at a young age, which is pretty awesome, too, yeah. I would imagine. Oh, goodness. Oh, Kyle. So... You don't, you don't think so? You think no, you I, know. I completely yeah. agree with you. Too. Yeah. We saw a bunch of them uh, there at the beach as well, and Kyle just looks at us and goes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, like these two little eight-year-olds just came cruising <laughs> up on the sand with their surfboards and their wetsuits on, you know, and I'm trying to, you know, get sand off between my toes, and these kids just go <laughs> bombing into the water and start surfing. Have you ever surfed or no? Both oh, of no, goodness. I've never even tried. I, I don't even know if it counts. Does it even count? You're if a it's water girl, though, I Kelly. No, but I, this is what I'm saying. Surfing in California is like real surfing. Right. Surfing in Miami in high school, grabbing a surfboard in a bit of a hurricane-type storm, does it really count? I'm not sure it does. We've got, like, the baby waves. Yeah. So in high school, I went out there a few times. And, it, I mean, lo lots of fun, but I wouldn't consider it really surfing. Did you I take mean, lessons or did you just? No. I mean, I was a swimmer growing up, so yeah. we just kind of went there and just kind of figured it out on our own. Some guys had surfboards. We're like, all right, let's give this a shot. It's very difficult. I, I actually took Balance. lessons in Long Beach Island in New Jersey. Ooh. And uh, first of all, I didn't like getting up at 6 a.m. because you got to get up really <laughs> exactly. early. I'm and I was out there, and um, it is a very difficult sport. It's a sport that doesn't get talked about enough as far as their difficulty. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Who who was it? Who's, whose quote was this? I think it was our Uber driver, Kyle. Correct me if I'm wrong. Who we asked him if if he'd surf, and he said, according to Kelly Slater, I don't. <laughs> no, that was Rock. That was our, no, I think that was our Uber driver. Oh, Rock. it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he said, yeah, according to Kelly Slater, I don't, but Which I try. Yeah, hilarious. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really funny. Is Kelly Slater dead? Didn't he die? What? No. Hold on. No Hold on. Way. Let's kill Kelly Slater. Did you? Uh, no way. No, there was a surfer recently that tragically got killed. Um, nope, he's still alive. So okay, congratulations yeah. to Kelly Slater. <laughs> 51 years old, Goodness. born in Cocoa Beach. I just Cocoa I don't Beach, know. Florida, or Cocoa Beach, California. No, Florida. Florida. Okay, it would be time, like, so cool one. growing up here. Like I, I don't know how to explain it. Just telling people I'm from Cali. I'm from California. Living up really? on the Really? You think so? Yeah, I think it, I think your story sounds so much like cooler. Well, okay, I can attest to that because people. I went to school in upstate New York and Sar at Syracuse. And I always felt pretty cool when people are always asking, oh, where are you from? Miami. Miami. Oh, yeah, Miami. I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Florida. I'm like, <laughs> hair flip. I know. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like, I don't know. These people here that grew up here and the beach is right there and everyone's surfing. It feels very much like I, I wouldn't compare Miami and California or Florida and California together. Why but not? Because of the beaches, I think sometimes you do. But I feel like California is a lot more sporty. You know, like Miami, you're going to sunbathe, but in California, you're going to do some surfing. Is that fair for me to... Uh, like water sports? Water sports wise? is a lot bigger in California. I, f uh, I feel like in my... It's just different water sports Maybe in Miami. Surfing, yeah, yeah it, it, you think surfing immediately when you think California. But, but I boat feel like racing. But my... Okay, I, don't, I wouldn't go the boat racing route, but oh. I would go more like the wakeboarding route in Miami. I feel like that was a big thing when I was a kid growing up. Which one's the wakeboarding? It's like the snowboarding, but on the water. And you, you catch it and you jump on with your yeah. feet? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah the, wa yep. the wakeboarding. That was big yeah. when I was growing up. We loved to wakeboard and kneeboard and things like that. So that's behind the boat. Yeah. 
Like like skiing, but with you know, like a some snowboard. of those guys yesterday. There might have been girls out there, but I didn't see any. But some of the guys yesterday, they were like body surfing too. Yeah. Right. And they were just in packs, and I don't know how they don't <laughs> run into each other. You know, those are like fiberglass knives out there in the water. Well, a few of them, I feel like, be either close calls or did. Yeah. That was. No, was I mean, it's pretty cool. I wouldn't ever live out here. I think the West Coast time zone absolutely blows. I just um, wouldn't like being behind the rest of the world. Yeah, I don't you know need I mean? my football starting at 10 a.m. Yeah, I hate that. It's always been one. Central for me. time zone is the best. 12? F- yeah, 12 yeah. or 11 or sometimes 10 if there's an 11 o'clock kick on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this blows out here. Not to be rude to these people, I have no interest in living out here. And um, not to get too crazy, but, you know, the tax situation is horrific. So <laughs> I'm going back to Florida where there's no state income tax, which is phenomenal. And I'm writing down the time code. Uh, take this out. No, don't take I, this um, out. No. no, this is no, this is my opinion. I'm allowed to have an opinion on that. I don't want to live out here. I want to make coast. Yeah, I want to make good coast. money. I want to live in Florida. Yeah, we, we can get into a baseball conversation about that. A lot of players don't want to live out here because the state income tax is horrific. I am 100 percent with you too. It's like when and we I traded like, Stanton to New York. He's right. getting he's getting hammered for state tax, federal tax, and city tax. I think he's coughing up you know tens of millions of dollars in taxes alone. Yeah, no, it's a tr- it's true. It's a thing. So send me to Florida, and this is like a public cry to any free agent. Just come to Florida. I mean, you can also go to Arizona, I think Texas maybe. There's no state income tax. Yeah, in Texas there's not either. But this is brutal out here. I don't know how people survive. It's kind of crazy. That's why everyone moves to Florida. Yeah, well, <laughs> that too, and Texas. That's why we have so many people. Yeah, I might run for office out here. I'll make <laughs> these people's lives a lot better in California. There's these great shirts that I came across uh, in the Keys. It's it's called Florida Sucks. Uh, and it says, you know, Florida sucks. Don't move here. Yeah. Because too many people. Because so many people. So many. I mean, that the cat's out of the bag. Everyone's people, coming I, to I'm Florida. I'm one of them. Everyone's I'm one of them yes, coming from you, New York. You both of New you Jersey. New Yorkers. Yeah. I know. We're one of them. It's, it says your, your state's yeah, great. New York Don't move is here. unlivable. New York. Man, I love Florida. Yeah, yeah Florida's, Florida's the best. Hands Florida's down. We win. I'm sorry. I'm sure people enjoy it out here. Florida, we now, win. I would also say, too, when we were walking on the beach yesterday, you know, the beachfront homes are like $8 million if you're facing the water. And if you're not, it's like 3 or $4 million. If you have that kind of money, you're not really concerned yeah, about the cares? tax exactly. situation. Exactly. You're in a totally different bracket. So if somebody wants to give me $10 million, <laughs> I will gladly go live out there on the water where there's Florida ceiling glass doors and windows. And, you know, the weather's unbelievable. It's like 70 degrees and sunny every day, and there's like a beautiful ocean breeze. Uh, that's just not Uncle Kyle's current situation. So I'm out of here. I have a question for both of you, okay. and I kind of discussed this with Kyle a little bit about growing up. And, you know, with my friends being here, very nostalgic. We went out to breakfast. We were talking about just us growing up and how in the summer on, like, a Tuesday morning, we had everyone's home number. Aww. It wasn't a self. We had, I, re- I still remember my buddy Matt's home number, and we used to say, you know, and this was when we were up. It was like 9.30 baseball in front of my house. And we would get like our seven, eight friends. I grew up with the same people. And we would play ba- uh, front yard baseball on Matt's driveway. And we always thought when we kind of got older and we came back home, we would see, you know, little Stevens, little Matt's, like, you know, in our shoes it, playing baseball or playing football. Those days are over. Like, I think I was the last generation to get up in the morning on a summer day and call Matt's house phone and be like, hey, let's play baseball at 9.30 and play till like, 12.30. I, think, I thought that was sad. 
Do you still have a ro do you know what a rotary phone is? Yeah, I st oh rotary is that the same as a landline or no? No, no, the rotary phone oh, is the one that you spun game. in my barn back home. We still have a rotary phone. You spin it when you yeah. do the numbers when you call somebody. My gotcha. grandparents, my grandparents used to have the ro the rotary phones. I think you're onto something though, Stephen. Kids these days have zero interest in getting physical exercise outside. They want to sit on their video games and you know text yeah. each other. Yeah, did, did you do that? Did both of you do that? Hell like, did yeah. you guys have oh your... My oh, my gosh. Yeah, give yes. me some. I want to hear okay. some of your stories. Kyle, you go first. In the summers, I guess. Well, in you the summertime, my neighbor was always combining the corn out back, and I would grab him an ice cream sandwich out of my freezer downstairs, and I'd run out into the cornfield. He'd take me for a ride on the tractor up and down while he ate the ice cream sandwich. Wow. I know that's not really the same. I didn't really have neighbors, so... I also drove a vehicle at a... <laughs> age I was not allowed to do so, but my dad <laughs> let me drive up the road to see my buddy Tyler, which I would do, and then we would go, you know, out back in the woods, and I, I didn't have neighbors. So what about backyard baseball? Did you play that or what? Not really, what because your... I lived in like the sticks. I didn't have neighbors. I was gonna say it sounds like you so grew you up had in, like, to, like Oklahoma. You had to no, upstate New York. You had to congregate, you know, maybe at like the school or like the playground during school year. Other than that, I was just playing sports. Did you get the picked like top in the class no. when gym class? What no. were you usually like a mid round pick? Yeah, just Yeah, I mean I've told Kelly this before, like everything <laughs> I do, and this probably goes back to us playing basketball, I try to do everything in in a way that nobody would ever be able to say like he sucked. Okay. Like everything I do. I'm average to just a touch above average to where I never embarrass myself doing anything. Yeah. Like, we played basketball. You beat me, but nobody's going to watch it and be like, that was awful. No, I, I can agree. go out there and field ground balls, and they'd be like, well, not awful. It's Have not nothing awful. to say. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's, some semblance of athleticism. That's pretty much how I strive to be in all facets of life, maybe a little bit above average in my broadcasting. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really content with just trying to, like, just go unnoticed. I don't want anybody to notice anything, and I just do my thing. And if you want to play sports, I'll go play catch. And I'm not, you know, the ball's not going to miss my glove and hit me in the face. I can shoot a basketball. <laughs> you know, like we could go to the beach and I play volleyball like at an average level where they'd be like, oh yeah, we would totally play with him again. That's just, you know, it's kind of how I strive to operate. Kelly, I want to hear about your softball experience or what did you play growing up? Not in a league, just with your friends, and how did that happen? First of all, I have to say that Kyle is well above average in his broadcasting. Oh, so, Mr. Nice. Mr. Humble over here. Oh, we I have thought to sit he said there. athleticism. <laughs> athleticism. No, I agree with the just above average yeah. athleticism, but very good golfer. Kyle's really? A very good go Kyle's a great golfer. Kyle, can you take me golfing one day? Yeah. Remember, we really <laughs> broke field we, we really want to. You really want to get a behind-the-curtain look. Me and Kyle had a breakthrough about conversation. We really, I really broke into Kyle's heart yesterday. No, not really. And I was honest with you. I said, Kyle, do you like me as a friend? <laughs> and I said, uh, I didn't really give you an answer. Yeah, you didn't. You kind of just beat around a bush. You're like, let's just say in the offseason, if you said to me, Stephen, do you want to get dinner or a beer? I would do it. One time. One time. <laughs> One time. I don't know if it was in that aggressive tone. That's how, that's how it felt. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't really – so this is not a personal thing. I just – I don't really like to get close to anybody. Why, dude? I, like, I have my family and a few people I'm very close with. I'm with Other, you every single yeah, day. Yeah, like, but talked about this, though, but Stephen, that's fine as you get for older. Me. I don't, I, like, I don't, I don't really want to have too many friends. I have my family, <laughs> okay, and I on. have a couple of people I'm very close with. And it's not, I don't want it to be personal to you, but if you, if you really <laughs> want the God's honest truth, like, I'm very content with living a very personal life. Like, I don't really want to hang out with any of my colleagues at work, and that's no offense to them either. They're all nice people. I just have zero interest in seeing them when I'm out of the office. 
Um, now maybe, Stephen, you and I will come to find a blossoming relationship. Do you consider me a friend, Kyle? Right. Or am I still not I th there yet? No, you're not. I mean, I think we're... <laughs> God, no, how we're cool no, is he's that? Being we're honest. He's known you for listen, a month and a half. Listen, if I'm going to be, months. if we're, if yeah, if okay. I'm going to be told to do this podcast, I'm not going to sit here and BS people. I know, and it has nothing to do with you. I think you're doing an awesome job. I just like I have work colleagues, okay. and I told you if you're ever on Las Olas and you're stumbling around at two in the morning and you're like, oh my God, I need a ride, like I'm in big trouble, I will come and pick you up. But it better be dire straits. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. You know, and I will, I will go get. Uh, I'll go have dinner with you in the off season, and we'll grab a beer. But okay. you know, I'm not hanging out with you three times a week. <laughs> like I'm not going to text you every day either. I don't. You know, that's just. Hi, how was your day? Yeah, and it's just kind of how I am, and I don't Sometimes mean to be. Sometimes I'll say good morning to you in a text. Like good morning, Kyle. Yeah, and I don't mean to be cold. And then you like just leave me on red. Yeah, I just don't want to. <laughs> you know, I don't really want to see people that I work with every single day outside of the office. Like they're good people, but I. It's all good. Like, but it's normalize that. Normalize that. Nothing's personal, and that's okay. And Kyle has hung out with us a ton during the road trip. Yeah. So that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you've been invited, Stephen. Like, you didn't yeah. go to the beach. You know, you he didn't, didn't you, go on our had, stroll either in Red Rocks. Right, you so, had stuff to so do. Yeah, that's fine. You're going to have to put in the effort, Stephen. That's what it no, sounds like. No, 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 like. you don't. But, you know, you. <laughs> Kyle's you, like, please don't. No, no, you can. But, right? Like, <laughs> what, you get the invite. If you don't go, you have stuff to do. That's exactly. fine. Like, I go. Like, I tag along. I'm not. You know, extremely bubbly or whatever. I mean, I, I love the Marlins. I love broadcasting. Outside of that, I try to be really boring. I don't really <laughs> want to get close with anybody. It's just how I live my life. And, you know, it is what it is, man. I don't know. I get, You know, I think people should respect my honesty, I guess. I don't know. Sure. No, I think it's just fine. Yeah. So. So. Seems really sports cold. Sports growing know, up. But <laughs> yeah, sports growing up. Okay, sports growing up. I loved my childhood. Me I too. loved it. Me I loved too. it so much. It brings such a big smile to my face when I think of growing up in, in, in South Miami and Palmetto Bay, Florida. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful place. But I'm with you. Like, I was never inside as a kid. We were outside all the time. And, yes, we did play sports. But more for me, when I think of my childhood, I think of just being on the boat and being in the pool. Being on the boat? Every, you had a boat? Yeah. We grew up in Miami. See, this is where, when you talk, it sounds so cool. This kind of circles back to how cool you sound when you grew up to my, grew up in Miami. Everyone had a boat growing up. <sighs> it was just kind of normal. It was kind of like having a car. It's just we, we live somewhere where there's a ton of water. So it was just very normal to go to the beach and be on the boat, whether it was your boat or your friend's boat. It's just kind of normal for us. So I just remember just spending my weekends on the boat. And then in the pool, that was the best part, is like circling back after the uh, after going to the beach or going to the pool, just coming back, uh, going on the boat, just coming back and going to the pool and ordering pizza and uh, or barbecuing. It was just such wonderful times. But we did we did play sports, too. There was a there was a period in our life where we called it Sandlot Sundays, me, my brother and sister. So we used to watch Sandlot almost every single Sunday. And then we'd go to a, a little lot down the street and, and we'd play we'd play baseball whether it's just playing catch me pitching to my brother which never ended well um, <laughs> that did not end well on occasions or just kind of playing just kind of playing did you have to deal with baseball. the crap where they wouldn't let you play because you were a girl no good no I didn't deal with that I really didn't I always felt very very welcomed in sports it was just kind of like my my comfort zone even when we were swimmers we used to go so we used to uh, I used to swim uh, with a club team which was located at Westminster Christian. They had a club team there, and we used to try to get there early. We went through this period too. We'd try to get there early, and we'd grab a football and we'd all play. We'd all play football. Yep. So it was a, it was a ton of fun.
It was a good time. Yeah, it stinks that it's not like that, and I don't know if it's ever going to be like that again. I think the phone has completely changed life, and especially someone that's young, their life. You know, yeah. you just didn't have the option to sit home and play on your phone. It was like you're either outside or you're not. I just remember, I, I it was just so fun. Like even getting home from school, racing off the bus stop, and we all met. Like Friday was was for football, and we had this like street where we just played on. And some people came from public school, some people came from private school, but we all came together and we would play football. It was just like I don't know. Just brought me back to those times. Those great fun. times. Those yeah. are great times. They really are. Do we want to talk some Marlins just a little bit before we get out of here? Because this yeah. road trip has completely <laughs> flipped. I mean, we didn't feel great coming into Anaheim. Taking uh, Giants took two out of three against the Marlins. The Rockies took three out of four against the Marlins. And that last game in Colorado was really a gut-wrencher because the Marlins came all the way back. But what a response these last two days here in Anaheim. I think that goes to show you we talked about the, the comeback of victories, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, we're at 14. Yeah, 14 come from behind wins. I think the road trip in general is a come from behind win. After the way things started, the Marlins are resilient. That's what makes this team so enjoyable to watch. It just wasn't, you know, just being completely honest with you, it wasn't like this last year. Yep. Once they got below 500, that was it. That was it. The one-run games were so difficult to watch because of all the struggles but this team they're never out of it and that's what's been so much fun and even after the struggle they don't just lay down and die and it's so easy you look back at that game in Colorado I know we ended up losing it but they're down and how easy would that have been to be like oh, oh okay throw in the get towel away day. Yep. get away day throw in the towel the weather's coming in nope not this team they yep. score they score the eight runs and the what was it the eighth inning yeah, like it was the – no, I thought it was the uh, – oh, yeah. Yeah, the eighth inning. Oh, was it the eighth? eighth? No, the ninth inning. The ninth, the ninth, ninth inning, the ninth, right. Yeah. The Rockies scored in the eighth inning. All these games are starting to blend in for me. Because that eighth inning yeah. with Floro, he was – I think he gave uh, up a couple runs. Right, and then right. The and Marlins it, followed. But yeah. then that goes to show you the way that they pick up their teammates. Two Floro's been fantastic know, the entire two, year. Yeah, and then the last and two days, yeah. It's going to happen. You're going to have outings like that. So for the offense to turn around, another big home run from Solaire in that game. And then Garrett Cooper pinch hit off the bench, hits the big home run. And Edwards comes up big. I mean, just it's been a lot of fun to watch this team. And they're resilient. They might not be as talented as the other teams, but you would never know. They're just giving everybody a run for their money. No, it's been really fun, and Kyle, I'll let you go too because I just want to say this. I know I've only been here for two months, but I have some semblance of knowledge of what the history has been like here, and people feel like this team is different. When you win those types of games like you did yesterday, it, it just kind of it keeps stamping the approval. The one-run wins people like to kind of look at and say, oh, that's not sustainable, or, or this, that, and the third, but – Yesterday, I mean, just another gutty win on the road against Shohei Otani, against Mike Trout. These are big boys that the Marlins are beating. I don't know. I'm just I'm, – I love the way that this road trip has ended. Yeah, I think uh, – let me put it this way. I, I think we've got a pretty feisty bunch downstairs. Um, they're playing well, and the one thing that I really want to see or I'm curious to see how it all transpires is – you know, Avi Garcia and Jesus Sanchez are set to return soon, right? Trevor Rogers yep. is going to begin a rehab assignment soon as well. Am I forgetting anybody? Are those the three J main players? Yeah, Jazz. Jazz. 
Right, Jazz. Jazz, Whoops, Sorry. Sanchez. I, I, well, Jazz, Jazz to me is still a long ways off. I, I know he wants to come back for the Chicago series. He ain't coming back for the Chicago series. So maybe we'll see him after that long road trip. I think that's probably – and I, I respect his desire to get back, but he, he's not coming back from turf toe that fast. And the and, way that Jonathan Davis is playing, let's let's keep this right, thing rolling. Right, and, mm-hmm. and this isn't – all right, I'm going to pass on what I was going to say. But what I, what I want to see – is Proud these, of you, Kyle. Is, I hear is these guys come back and earn their spot back on this roster? I know Jesus Sanchez was scorching hot, but Jonathan Davis has come here. He's played a really good outfield. He has proved to be serviceable and very valuable. Are they just going to DFA him? Is he just gone because Jesus Sanchez is back? Even though Avi Garcia's owed $50 million over four years or whatever it is, he's not been good this season. Is he going to come back and just get a job in right field? Because to me, he better prove that he can help this team Absolutely. win. Absolutely, This is a team over the course of the, well, you know what? I shouldn't even say the last couple of weeks. This entire season, they have proven to play with some resiliency. And I, I, I don't want to see guys come off the injured list and just get put back into the fold because they're making because they're more back. money than the next yep. guy. Yep. Absolutely not. That's not how you create a culture. No, that's not how you create a culture. Are we trying to win or are we just giving guys playing time? Yep. You know? Much easier said than done, of course. Yes, and let me say this, and I I should have prefaced this by saying this. The reason I say this is because I know from people that I have talked to that is the culture that they're trying to create. If you're coming back here, you better earn your spot back in the lineup. And I'm not saying that about anybody in particular. This goes for this season – and this goes for seasons down the road that I believe Skip Schumacher and his staff are here. But just just because you were hurt and you came back, d- does not mean that you know you're you're just you're just getting your spot back here. I don't, I don't know how you feel about that, Kelly, but uh, I agree with you entirely. You I mean, know? what what message are you sending if if a if a, a Jonathan Davis is doing what he's doing to impact the game, playing stellar outfield? We need that that stability out there, and then you just get rid of him? What? I don't understand. You know, Jesus Sanchez was great, and I hope he comes back. He continues to play great. He deserves that opportunity. He deserves to come back here. Competition creates what is that? Internal competition. It just creates that iron sharpen iron, and Mm -hmm. it just makes this. It's almost like you want to have that competitiveness within a team where you're not cheering against each other, of course, but it's like, yo, if I don't contribute, this guy behind me is going to take my spot. And I think that it creates the healthy competition is what the word I was looking for. There's a lot of studies on that, too. There's this book that I'm reading called Big Potential, and uh, they they go into the studies about it, about how players, not just players, but people in general, when you're helping to make each other better and someone around you is good, it elevates your game. And that's what it's all about, too, just playing with a little bit. Everyone's good. Everyone's pushing each other. Internal competition's huge. That's what they have to start doing in the minor leagues, by the way. They don't have enough talent right now in the minor leagues for guys to push one another from one level to another. And I think that's the culture that they're trying to create, and they will. Um, I I do believe, and I said this last week, I I believe this is an organization now that is taking all the necessary steps in the right direction where they're sick of the losing and um, I, I think they, uh, they're really enjoying this winning, and All I right. am too. Great stuff, guys. I thought that was our best Marlins talk on this podcast, so I appreciate it. As always, Kelly and Kyle, we will hear from you in just a little. We've got to be, uh, we have a game to broadcast here, so we will end this on this. But 
as always, at Marlins Radio, where you can get our Twitter content, GoPro, all the stuff that uh, you need from our Marlins Radio home. And then our podcast, of course, is simple, Marlins Radio Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will talk to you next week.